Hi folks, Andrew Packer here, and welcome to Trading Tips. In North America, the hurricane season starts June 1st and doesn't end until November 1st. But even then, hurricane season can have hurricanes outside of that. There's a pretty famous hurricane called the Christmas Day Hurricane that made landfall in Florida on December 25th. So although it's a year-round phenomenon, there is a season where it's much more likely to happen. And as investors, that also gives us a pattern where we can make some trades and potentially profit from it ahead of a potential landfall. Now, as I make this video, we're looking at Hurricane uh, Dorian making landfall in Florida potentially as a strong storm. And this is a perfect time to look over this seasonal pattern that we see out there. Now, typically, before there's a hurricane, there are two types of things that are going to happen, both before the storm and after the storm, that give us some, some options for trading and for making some potential profits. Here's, here's what it looks like before the storm. Before the storm, people are going to start going out and buying supplies. And while you might see a lot of lines of people going and getting gas, it doesn't necessarily move the price of oil too much. It just usually brings forward a lot of consumption that people would otherwise do. If you need to gas up your car, you might as well do it before a storm on the off chance that the power gets knocked out for a while and you're not able to after. So you have a lot of that. You have people who are buying gasoline for generators, uh, and if they end up not using it, they'll just put it in their car later. So there's a little bit of sort of anticipation of demand, uh, but it's not necessarily a big change in demand. But one of the things that traders like to do is send up the shares of companies in the home supply business. Uh, the big names are Home Depot, ticker HD, and Lowe's, L-O-W. Uh, typically, people are going to be going out, they're going to be buying lumber to cover up their windows, they're going to be buying supplies, um, you know, bottles of water, you know, anything they think that they're going to need in the middle of a storm. And this causes the share price to sort of start creeping up above what the rest of the market is doing ahead of a storm. So looking at uh, you know, Dorian a week before the storm, we saw a market that went up 1% in a day, but Home Depot went up about 2%. Now typically Home Depot has a beta of pretty close to one, which means it moves about in line with the market. So we can see that there is a little bit of an outperformance here. So if you are looking to trade on something before a storm, I would look at a company like Home Depot or Lowe's, and I would just sort of buy call options and just sort of look for another three to 5% upside in shares that you would normally kind of otherwise not get. Now, that's before the storm. After the storm happens, you know, this anticipatory buying spree sort of ends. Uh, companies might see in their next quarterly numbers a little bit of a boost from that, but it's also a sort of essentially a one-time thing. Once you have sufficient supplies for a storm to cover up your windows and that sort of thing, you know, you're usually set unless you're upgrading uh, or moving home. So for the most part, you know, this isn't necessarily going to be a huge move, but it is a consistent one that we can get profits off of time and time again. And there are a few other companies that benefit from this trend. Uh, there is GNRC, which is a generator company for people who are buying electric generators. But again, this is also a sort of one-time buy that you'll see before a storm. And once somebody owns a generator, you know, they'll pretty much just have it indefinitely until it runs out. And if you live in a place where you might get three or four hurricanes in a lifetime, you know, one generator is going to be a sufficient kind of one-time capital buy, like a car or a refrigerator. So there will be a little bit of a pop in shares here, but it's not necessarily part of a bigger and sustainable trend. So this is another area where you're going to want to buy call options and just look for a little quick profit here, nothing huge. But again, because this is a seasonal trend that happens year after year, that's something that can happen occasionally. So let's take a quick break and hear from our partners at the Oxford Club, and then we will talk about what happens after. 
Hi, this is Alexander Green, Chief Investment Strategist for the Oxford Club. Just for a moment, I'd like you to picture the perfect stock. No doubt it would have hundreds of billions in revenue, more than IBM, Facebook, and Google. It would probably be a leader in cutting-edge technology like smartphones and robotics. It would be on the verge of dozens of blockbuster announcements. But most of all, it would be ultra-cheap trading at less than $3 a share. Now, it may seem crazy that such a stock exists, but it does. It's a cutting-edge tech company that has made deals worth hundreds of millions of dollars with Nokia, Microsoft, and Cisco, and a $29.2 billion deal with Apple. It's set to create 50,000 new jobs right here in America, and Donald Trump even calls it the eighth wonder of the world. Yet you've likely never even heard of the stock. Why? Because it trades under a secret name. To find out how this secret $3 stock can help you retire, simply go to retireononestocknow.com. That's retireononestocknow.com. All right, so after a hurricane, there's a different set of uh, buys that we can potentially make. And it really depends on what happens. Uh, typically, we've seen in the past few years some hurricanes make landfall, category three, category four, even category five, and then they've lost power very quickly and sort of, you know, kind of pummeled out. Uh, and that's because a hurricane needs a lot of hot water kind of coming in through the center. And as soon as it makes landfall, it's not getting that anymore. And it's essentially like driving your car when you suddenly run out of gas. Like it just sort of sputters out. Uh, that's been, been a good thing for some of the big storms and some of the scary looking storms we've seen in the past few years. Because as soon as they've made landfall, they have just died off pretty quickly. Uh, one of the trends that I've noticed uh, as this happens is that a lot of the home insurance companies have been a pretty good area to buy in afterwards. Uh, and that's because companies that are insuring policies, uh, especially in the Gulf Coast, Florida, even along the East Coast, where we've gotten a number of hurricanes in the past few years, they tend to see their shares decline before the storm. And then as soon as the assessment has sort of been made, they'll tend to recover a fair amount, if not even all, of the, the sell-off that they had before. Now, in theory, you could short the shares before and, and take care of that, but I prefer to wait and see what the severity of that's going to be, because there's no point in shorting shares of a company if it's going to quickly turn around on you. So in this case, uh, one of the top companies I think looks interesting is ticker UVE. That's uh, Universal Insurance. They do a ton of business in Florida, so a big hurricane-heavy, uh, you know, related company. Uh, you could also buy like a Progressive. You could also buy uh, FN. HC. But again, this is much more data dependent on where the hurricane makes landfall, how many homes are impacted in the area. There are a lot more factors that sort of go in, you know, before. But the nice thing is, unlike this before picture where you're just looking for maybe a, you know, 5 to 5% gain in shares and maybe a 10 to 20% gain if you use a call option, uh, in this case you can buy shares and get probably 10 to 20% gains. You can buy a call option and get even 40, 50% gains without going too aggressive on it. So you really have a lot of uh, ways to play around uh, a hurricane. Uh, no matter what part of the country you live in, um, this is a great policy and a, a great way to take advantage of just sort of the seasonal weather pattern. And it seems like we always get one or two big storms every year. They get a lot of media coverage. And then there's this, this opportunity that comes out in the markets time and time again. Now, of course, a word of advice, uh, if you live in a hurricane-related area and you have a policy with one or two places, uh, it might be better just to diversify and, and buy the shares of a different home insurer company uh, just to take advantage of that bounce in case you have to you know, take care of a policy issue after a hurricane. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a little bit of extra diversification you might not necessarily need, but it's just good to have. So 
if you live in an area where there's a storm, obviously, you know, preparation is key. If you're an investor during hurricane season, understanding these trends and understanding what's most likely to move before and after hurricane is also key. So this is our hurricane play toolkit. And it's one that, uh, you know, we tend to see kind of the most activity August, September, even into early October, but can happen a little more often and, you know, as early as June, even as late as November, December. So looking at these trends and looking at where we are now with the peak of hurricane season, uh, this is just, you know, one toolkit to keep your eye on. Uh, with the post, uh, you know, Dorian landfall at this point, obviously, I think the insurers are probably going to see a bit more of a rally from here and, and recover a bit. And that's uh, you know, going to be a good trade to make, though, year in and year out as these hurricanes unfold. So that'll wrap things up for this edition of Trading Tips. Until next time, I'm Andrew Packer, wishing you good trading and good financial health.